This is the Internet Multicasting Service. Harper Audio presents magnificently sensitive renderings of Shakespeare's sonnets by the foremost interpreter of the Bard's poetry, Sir John Gielgud. The sonnets reflect an intimate and personal side of Shakespeare that cannot be found in his plays. A woman's face with nature's own hand painted hast thou the master mistress of my passion. A woman's gentle heart, but not acquainted with shifting change, as is false women's fashion. An eye more bright than theirs, less false in rolling, gilding the object whereupon it gazeth. A man in hue, all hues in his controlling, which steals men's eyes and women's souls amazeth. And for a woman wert thou first created, till nature, as she wrought thee, fell a-doting, and by addition me of thee defeated, by adding one thing to my purpose, nothing. But since she pricked thee out for women's pleasure, mine be thy love, and thy love's use their treasure. My glass shall not persuade me I am old, so long as youth and thou are of one date. But when in thee time's furrows I behold, then look I death my days should expiate. For all that beauty that doth cover thee is but the seemly raiment of my heart, which in thy breast doth live as thine in me. How can I then be elder than thou art? Oh, therefore, love, be of thyself so wary as I, not for myself, but for thee, will, bearing thy heart, which I will keep so cherry as tender nurse her babe from faring ill. Presume not on thy heart when mine is slain. Thou gavest me thine not to give back again. As an unperfect actor on the stage, who with his fear is put beside his parts, or some fierce thing replete with too much rage, whose strength's abundance weakens his own heart, so I, for fear of trust, forget to say the perfect ceremony of love's rites, and in mine own love's strength seem to decay, or charged with burden of mine own love's mites. Oh, let my books be then the eloquence and dumb presagers of my speaking breast, who plead for love and look for recompense more than that tongue that more hath more expressed. Oh, learn to read what silent love hath writ, to hear with eyes belongs to love's fine wit. Mine eye hath played the painter, and have steeled thy beauty's form in table of my heart. My body is the frame wherein it is held, and perspective it is best painter's art. For through the painter must you see his skill to find where your true image pictured lies, which in my bosom shop is hanging still, that hath his windows glazed with thine eyes. Now see what good turn eyes for eyes have done. Mine eyes have drawn thy shape, and thine for me are windows to my breast, where through the sun delights to peep to gaze therein on thee.
Yet eyes this cunning want to grace their arts. They draw but what they see. Know not the hearts. Let those who are in favor with their stars of public honor and proud titles boasts, whilst I, whom fortune of such triumph bars, unlooked for joy in that I honor most. Great princes' favorites, their fair leaves spread but as the marigold at the sun's eye, and in themselves their pride lies buried, for at a frown they in their glory die. The painful warrior, famoused for worse, after a thousand victories once foiled, is from the book of honor raised forth, and all the rest forgot for which he toiled. Then happy I, the loved and am beloved, where I may not remove, nor be removed. Lord of my love, to whom in vassalage Thy merit hath my duty strongly knit. To thee I send this written embassage, to witness duty, not to show my wit. Duty so great, which wit so poor as mine may make seem bare in wanting words to show it, but that I hope some good conceit of thine in thy soul's thought all naked will bestow it. Till whatsoever star that guides my moving points on me graciously with fair aspect and puts apparel on my tattered loving to show me worthy of thy sweet respect, then may I dare to boast how I do love thee. Till then, not show my head where thou mayst prove me. <laughs> of sweet silent thoughts I summon up remembrance of things past I sigh the lack of many a thing I sought and with old woes new wail my dear times waste then can I drown an eye unused to flow for precious friends hid in death's dateless nights and weep afresh love's long since cancelled woe and moan the expense of many a vanished sight. Then can I grieve at grievances foregone, and heavily from woe to woe tell o'er the sad account of forebemoaned moan, which I knew pay as if not paid before. But if the while I think on thee, dear friend, all losses are restored, and sorrows end. Thy bosom is endeared with all hearts which I by lacking have supposed dead. And there reigns love and all love's loving parts and all those friends which I thought buried. 
How many a holy and obsequious tear hath dear religious love stolen from mine eye as interest of the dead, which now appear but things removed that hidden in thee lie. Thou art the grave where buried love doth live, hung with the trophies of my lovers gone, who all their parts of me to thee did give, that due of many now is thine alone. Their images I loved, I view in thee, and thou, all they, hast all the all of me. If thou survive my well-contented day, when that churl death my bones with dust shall cover, and shalt thy fortune once more resurvey these poor rude lines of thy deceased lover, compare them with the bettering of the time, and though they be outstripped by every pen, reserve them for my love, not for their rhyme, exceeded by the height of happier men. Oh, then vouchsafe me but this loving thought. Had my friend's muse grown with this growing age, a dearer birth than this his love had brought to march in ranks of better equipage. But since he died, and poets better prove, theirs for their style I'll read, his for his love. Full many a glorious morning have I seen, flatter the mountain tops with sovereign eye, kissing with golden face the meadows green, gilding pale streams with heavenly alchemy, and on permit the basest clouds to ride with ugly rack on his celestial face, and from the forlorn world his visage hide, stealing unseen to west with this disgrace. Even so, my son, one early morn did shine with all triumphant splendor on my brow. But out, alack, he was but one hour mine. The region cloud hath masked him from me now. Yet him for this, my love, no whit disdaineth. Sons of the world may stain when heaven's sun staineth. This has been Harper Audio. Harper Collins is the copyright owner of this recording and has consented to a limited distribution of Harper Audio as an 8 kilohertz computer sound file on Internet Town Hall. It is a violation of United States and international copyright laws to copy these recordings in any other way. Harper Audio is a trademark of Harper Collins Publishers, Inc. To order a copy of this tape or to request a catalog of all Harper Audio spoken word cassettes, please call 1-800-C-HARPER or 717-941-1214 or send mail to harper at town.hall.org. This has been a production of the Internet Multicasting Service. Support for Harper Audio is provided by HarperCollins and by Sun Microsystems and O'Reilly & Associates. Network connectivity for the Internet Multicasting Service is provided by UUNet Technologies and MFS Datanet.